Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, boys and girls, children of all ages, listeners everywhere. Hello, it's me, Craig. Yes, I know you're surprised that I am here hosting my own show. Anyway, I hope you had a good week since the last episode that I did. It seemed to be pretty popular, so thank you for all the people out there listening. Please continue to share it with your friends. If it If it's great, tell others. If it sucks, tell me. Otherwise, I won't know what's wrong with it, and I won't be able to fix it. What's going on this week? Uh, Let's see. It's almost Turkey Day here in the States. That's the day where we celebrate what we're thankful for, although I think it's more of a reason to just be a glutton and eat as much as we can and pig out all day and then sit on the couch and fall asleep from the tryptophan. Now, I, I've heard people say the tryptophan isn't a real thing, but I'm here to tell you that many is the time over the years that I ate turkey and I slept like a baby. So maybe there's something to it. Maybe there's not. Who knows? Today's episode is brought to you by my Fat Chef mug. Thank you to a friend of mine for replacing one that a, fa- a family member accidentally, air quotes and all, broke. I don't know the real story. I wasn't there. I, you know, I have no reason to not believe them, but then again, I have no reason to believe them. So who knows? The truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Anyway, Turkey Day is coming up. That's a good thing. I hope that you all are planning on picking out on turkey and pie and whatever else it is. Um, growing up in my house, Thanksgiving was always turkey and all the, the trappings that went with it. Christmas was usually a ham and lasagna, although sometimes my mother would make lasagna for Thanksgiving, too, if I remember right. It's been a while since I've been to a family dinner, so I'm not really sure anymore what was served on that day. I just remember it meant good food and family, and my aunt and uncle would always come visit us with my my cousin and her family, and I always thought it was a great time, and I just really enjoyed it, and... I miss those days. I saw something recently on Facebook, I think it was, said something to the effect of once the glue that holds the family together passes away, everyone kind of drifts apart. And that's that's very true in my family because when I was a little kid, we would do Thanksgiving at one grandparent's house. And sometimes my other grandmother would come over. Sometimes they wouldn't. But we'd all crowd in like 20 of us into my grandmother's teeny tiny parlor. It's kind of like a living room, only smaller and more formal, I think. That's what she always called it was the parlor where the TV was and the couches were and everything. But we'd move stuff out of there. My grandfather would move the chairs out and everything and put up a big metal folding table and we'd all squeeze in around it. And it was always a good time. And then at some point, I think my grandmother didn't want to do it anymore or it got to be too much for her. I, I don't remember. I think my mom hosted Thanksgiving for a while. And even that kind of went away after a while because it was all her. And, you know, as children, we probably could have done more to help her. But you're a kid. What do you know about planning a party or helping with a party or 
cooking for a party or whatever. So eventually that went away and we started going out for Thanksgiving. We'd go to a restaurant somewhere. My father would find a coupon or something, or I don't know how it worked. But many of us would go out to a restaurant for Thanksgiving. And that's when it kind of lost something for me because it wasn't just family anymore. Was, we were in a restaurant and something my grandparents did, God bless them, bless their hearts. I know they meant well. But anytime we went out, because my birthday is usually within a few days, four or five days of Thanksgiving, depending on when it falls, my birthday is like next the next big event. Well, big to me anyway. But my grandparents would always have the wait staff come over and sing happy birthday to me. And as a young kid, like 10, 11, 12, 13, whatever it was, it was kind of embarrassing. I know they meant well. And I know their hearts are in the right place, but it wasn't something that a teenage boy wanted to experience with the whole restaurant of people. Well, not the whole restaurant, but close proximity to the table anyway. People staring at you and saying, oh, look at this poor guy. <laughs> so to this day, I cannot stand to have anybody sing happy birthday to me like outside of my house or outside of immediate friends and family. I just It brings back all those memories where I want to hide under the table. So it wasn't it wasn't a horrible experience, but it wasn't great for me either. So like I said, I hope that you're gonna spend this day with, with family and friends and some people call it a friendsgiving when it's just a bunch of friends and there's no immediate family or direct relation. They call it a friendsgiving where friends get together and celebrate and you know, spend time together in fellowship. And I think that's important. I think fellowship is a very important thing, whether it's in a religious, religious context, like, like we Christians do, or, you know, whatever, whatever you believe, I guess fellowship is very important to spend time with other human beings because it gives you a chance to be with others and talk with others and see what they're experiencing and have them know what you're ex experiencing and just to spend time and have, you know, have fun together. I think that's a very important thing. So, if you have the opportunity, go spend Thursday with friends or family. And if you don't, well, have a great day anyway. Enjoy your, your turkey and your whatever or ham. Or I know people that eat seafood on Thanksgiving. They eat serpent turf. They eat all kinds of things, which is perfectly fine. And I'm not judging. It just seems weird to me that's not turkey. And it's not. If people don't have ham on Christmas, I don't understand it. Because like I said, that's how I grew up. And it was just good to have the, the ham and whatever. And I don't remember what sides went with it. Probably potato salad. I'm not sure else what goes with ham. I know there's definitely no gravy involved because that would be weird. I I can't wrap my head around ham gravy. That just doesn't sound right. I don't know. So, yeah, have a great time. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Um, things are pretty much the same as last time. Uh, like I said, I, I got my, my papers in the mail. I got my walking papers for lack of a better term. So that's something I'll be, I'll be looking into soon. I may hire a lawyer, at least go consult one and make sure all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed make sure everything's on the up and up there. It seems pretty straightforward, but better to have other, other eyes look at things for you. And lean not on your own understanding, as it were. I know that's not the exact quote and it's not the exact context, but I think you get the idea. Shouldn't rely on your own on your own brain and your own knowledge. You should always seek 
others ultimately should seek wisdom and, and guidance from God. But barring that, if you don't want to do that or you can't do that, then consult with others. It's always better to have another set of eyeballs or two or three on something that you may miss or you may lull yourself into some false sense of security knowing or thinking you know what you're doing and you really don't. So yeah, um, good advice. That's a, a life hack, if you will. I'm probably not using that right. You know, I'm not, I'm not down with current idioms like the kids are, you know, like I was, I was teasing a friend of mine last week about something I, and I was talking about the food that I was eating. I said, and this is as the kids say, or this, as the kids say, slaps. I'm not really sure what that means, but I meant it in a funny way. Mostly to make younger people feel uncomfortable. It's, it's a fun, easy thing to do. I'm not really poking fun at them, but just, you know, having a good time and teasing with them and joking around with them. I think that's important. Life is, life is bad enough. You shouldn't be serious all the time. So definitely go out and have fun. Speaking of fun and circuses coming to town, I'm reminded of this because there's a, a circus in town here. It's in a parking lot, which seems weird to me. And it's not like the big Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus of days gone by. It's just a little one tent circus. So there's no more animals, which is a good thing. You know, it was part of a big draw. The circus was to go see the, the lions and the elephants and everything. That was a big part of Barnum and Bailey was the elephants. I remember that as a kid going into the city and seeing them at Madison Square Garden. That was kind of cool. But now I, I think it's just kind of like probably trapeze and, and physical things. And I'm not really sure because I wasn't going to spend the money to go see it, but. There is another circus that's that's getting ready to to gear up, and that is the Republican Party and the mess that that entails. Now, I know there are probably an equal number of Trump haters as there are Trump supporters in my listener group, and I appreciate each one of you, and I understand where you're coming from because I'm kind of on the fence. When he first ran, I'm like, okay, this is cool. He's not a politician. He's just... A regular guy, you know, a regular guy with millions of dollars, but a regular guy, an average Joe, if you will, but not really. But he, he's decided that he's going to run again. He made the official announcement last week, and that's fine. He's, he's an, an American citizen. He can do somewhat pretty much as he wants, you know, within reason and within the law. So more power to him. I think the problem that's going to arise is... I've heard rumors that Ron DeSantis is going to run, and I think that's a great thing. I, I fully support him. I support what he's done in Florida. I wish he was my governor. Unfortunately, I'm stuck with Gavin Newsom for what that's worth. So I think it's going to split the vote. I think we're going to have a lot of people voting or wanting Trump, a lot of people wanting DeSantis and not enough wanting one or the other. So it's going to split the vote between the two. Kind of like the, um, oh, what was his name? Oh, Ross Perot. That's it. The, the Jack Wagon from Texas that ran many, many moons ago and split the party and didn't do any good for anybody except the other team. So I, you know, I don't know where you fall in the Trump thing. I think he talks a great game. He's honest. To quote one of my favorite comedians, Dave Chappelle, and his monologue on SNL a few weeks ago, 
He's an honest liar. And you'd have to look up the clip from Dave to understand what that really means. But basically, is Trump says things, you know, like he talked about working within the system that he's against now, but he worked in it because that's how he got things done. So he understands it. And yeah, that's true. He he does understand how the system works, and that's great. But it's not enough. It seemed to me during his presidency, there was a lot of talk. And did he do some things? Sure. Indirectly and directly, he got prices lowered on certain certain prescriptions and pharmaceuticals. The country had an abundance of, of oil and, and things like that. But to me, a lot of it was empty suit and empty rhetoric and just a lot of nothing burger. Same thing with the whole QAnon thing. You know, everything, cue this and cue that and, oh, it's going to make a difference and they're going to drain the swamp and they're going to do all these things and then none of it ever came to pass. It just didn't happen. And people are still, oh, they're starting up the, the rumor mill again and they're starting up, oh, look, Q, the QAnon people are posting stuff again, but so what? If they're posting stuff that never happens, what's the big deal? I don't understand why that matters to anybody. I really, I don't get it. I don't understand it. And honestly, if if I have no other choice, I will vote for, for the Donald because I can't stand the thought of four more years of Biden or Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris. I don't know how to pronounce her name. I'm not going to lie. And honestly, I've never really bothered enough to care enough to figure it out. So we'll just say Ms. Harris. I don't think she's great either. I, I really haven't seen a politician or someone in office I've liked in a long time. I liked Reagan, but I was a teenager then, or coming into my teenage years, I guess. So it seemed like he did a lot of good things for us. I really don't know. I never went back and looked, but that was the last time I felt there was someone in power that actually did stuff that helped us. I don't know if that's true or not. You may have a different opinion. You may have different ideas than I do, and that's fine. That's I think that's something important, and that's what this country is built on and should be built on is you can agree, you can disagree, and you don't have to be a jerk about it. You can say, all right, well, I see your point. I don't see your point, but I'll defend to the death your right to say it, that kind of thing, which is kind of the oath I took when I joined the Navy. I took an oath to defend even when you do things that I deem as stupid or irresponsible or whatever. As long as it's legal, I don't care. So there's going to be a lot of January 6th stuff coming up. There's going to be a lot of hate on Twitter. I think it's awesome that Elon Musk reinstated Trump's account. He reinstated the Babylon Bee. And it's funny, all the people that were saying, oh, it's a private company. And, you you know, if you don't like it, you can leave and go somewhere else. Well, it's funny now that someone else owns it. All those people that said you can go somewhere else are all complaining about what a cesspool Twitter is going to turn into and all these other things. And we demand that you make it the way we want it. And they're perfectly tolerant in their intolerance, which I think is ridiculous. So check out Twitter, you know, get involved in local politics because it does make a difference. You may elect someone that does some great things for your local municipality or your county or wherever it is. And that's the only way we're going to get things to change. Sitting at home and complaining Kind of like I do and other podcasts do, but, you know, I, I'm actually involved and I, I read up on candidates and I go out and vote and I do things and 
I try to push other candidates along when I can, like my friend Sean. He ran in Minnesota. He didn't make it, but I think it's amazing and and super awesome that he he ran and he put in the effort to do it to make changes rather than just sitting at home being a, a Monday morning quarterback saying, "Well, I could do it better." Well, if you could do it better, run for office. If you can't run for office, or you don't want to run for office, go work with someone that that you align with. You have similar ideas and similar goals and and whatnot, and and go help them. Go help them run. If you can't do it yourself or you don't want to do it, that's fine. Perfectly understandable. No one's saying that you got to run. Just go out there and do it. If I thought I could get elected for something like city council, I would probably do it. And maybe after I move to another town coming up hopefully soon within the next year or two, I may get involved in the city's politics. Who knows? I may go make friends with the mayor or the city council members or the police chief or the dog catcher, someone involved in office somewhere and see what see what happens, see where it goes. Anyway, I think I've rambled on long enough. If you are a father that's recently gone through a divorce, going through one or about to, um, I invite you to, to keep listening because I'm going to talk more about that in the upcoming weeks, what it means. And being that I have been divorced before, I am somewhat of an expert. So if you have questions or anything, I'd, I'd be more than happy to talk to you or talk and you can listen through my podcast and things like that. So have a great week. Have a great Thanksgiving. I hope you get to spend time with friends and family and you have fun. And it's a great time together. Cherish these memories because sooner or later, that's all we have is our memories and our thoughts and, you know, maybe some photographs. So yes, definitely take some pictures, but don't hide behind your camera or your phone all night. Actually be present. If you want to, set up your phone on a tripod and let it record for a while and record some dinner conversation or some laughter or whatever so you have those memories to look back on and share them with your family. I think that's a nice gift and a, an inexpensive thing to do. Just share your photos and your your videos and whatnot with them. As always, thank you for listening. I'm so glad that you're here. I appreciate and love each and every one of you. I, I'm happy that you come back week after week and my, my download numbers are going up. So thank you for the people that are out there sharing and absolutely share, share the link. I'm available on pretty much every popular podcasting site. So there's no excuse for people not to be able to listen on their phone or on their computer or I don't know how it works on Sirius XM because I know they do have some of those channels that have podcasts on them. I don't know how that works. Maybe you can listen to your car. Or you can listen through Bluetooth or something. But thanks for being here. Have a great week. I love you all and God bless. Mm-hmm.